I'm Alicia Van Schoonhoven, Miss Galaxy Australia 2019, and this is my interview with the Pageant Project. Hey everyone, it is Adrian from The Pageant Project, and I am here with my good friend, Alicia Van Schoonhoven, who is finally Miss Galaxy <laughs> Australia 2019. I guess, look, Alicia, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Adrian. Thanks for interviewing me again. I, it's been a few years and a few interviews that we've done now. <laughs> Um, I, I guess to give context, maybe you can tell people why I said I can finally call you Miss Galaxy Australia, because people <laughs> might just think I'm being really rude. <laughs> no, so I am a bit of a pageant-obsessed girl. I have been doing pageants for about six years, and 2019 was my fourth attempt at the Miss Galaxy Australia crown. Uh, I've competed in it multiple times and gotten closer and closer, and Yay! Now Miss Galaxy Australia, and it's it's so exciting. It's taken a long time, but it's been such an incredible journey. I I don't think I've ever gotten to ask you, and I don't think you'd be able to type this anyway. So I'm glad I'm getting a chance to ask you in person. As it is, can you describe the emotion at the moment your name wasn't called? Because just to clarify, the way Galaxy <laughs> is done here, they call out the name of the first runner-up. So if they don't mm. call your name out, that means you've won. So. Can you yeah. just describe those, like, five seconds in your brain? Oh, uh, chaotic. <laughs> um, no, it was so scary because last year, obviously, I was in the top two as well, oh. and I had such big butterflies. I was so nervous, and it took me back to the moment last year when my name was called out. It's probably not a good and thing. No, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know what was going to happen, mm. and obviously, the director Lucinda announced the results, and Hannah, who was the first runner-up, was just a half a point behind me. Yeah, no. I, I, I was looking back at the crowning video, and we were staying there. Hannah and myself are really, really good friends, and we were standing there holding hands, and you know, just saying really nice things to each other. <laughs> And we're both smiling and laughing and just like trying to push through together. And then Lucinda says, that's half a point difference. And my face just went from happy to, yeah. oh my goodness, <laughs> this is so close. And I got so nervous, but it was just an overwhelming emotion uh, after all these. I feel a bit emotional about it still because mm. it's. It's taken me a long time to get here and I just, I can't believe that I'm finally living my dream. It's been something that I've dreamed about since I've been a little girl and I'm still in disbelief. I still, I can, I'm going to America next week for the international final and it doesn't feel real. It just, it, it's incredible. I'm, I'm so grateful that I've finally got this opportunity. Can I ask how many times you've watched the crowning video? Because you said it makes you emotional. I mean, I can only imagine because it still makes me emotional watching it. I mean, when you watch, like, how many times have you, how many times have you, a few times. Okay. I got to say, because 
Hannah's also competed in Galaxy a few times as well, hasn't she? And yes. So when I when I heard that because I didn't know I haven't really talked I hadn't talked much to Hannah before this year's Galaxy and when I found that I was like oh um, if anyone understands your pain it would be Alicia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Hannah was my roomie as well, and we've competed in pageants previously together. So I think uh, you know, well, talking on on half of myself, mm. Hannah was definitely my rock. And we shared the whole experience together and it was so special to have her up there with me in the top two because she's such a beautiful, genuine girl who worked so hard to be there and, and to get to where she was. So just to be up there with her was a really special moment. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can... And it's nice. It's nice to be up there with someone that you are so close with and you know, you would be happy for if they won as well. Like it, mm. it's so nice to share. It's such a, uh, you know, a sentimental and emotional time and just having someone who's your friend <laughs> to hold your hands and tell you it's going to be okay. And, you know, and it was the same last year with Jess mm. as well. You know, it, it's, it's nice knowing that if it's not you, you're going to be happy for the other person as well. Well, you might say that. I, I I know from sitting in the audience, I was like, if you don't win this time, I'm going to. I, 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 when, when your name wasn't called out, my, my first off was for me was disbelief. Secondly, was a huge feeling of relief. Like, I don't need to go through this again because yeah. I really think it's aged me a lot. I'm sure I told you I wasn't going to go for it again, but things changed. Yeah, and here I am. <laughs> I, I remember everything, and then I, I think I told you that the first thing I did, I kind of feel guilty about this. I didn't watch any of the other stuff. I headed straight out mm. the room, went downstairs to get champagne for your for your stepdad and your mom, because I that, I just thought that was the most appropriate thing to do. But um, <laughs> guys, if you have any questions for Alicia, let her know below. Um, Jessica Sorrell has said hi, Alicia. I am so proud of you. If oh, thanks, Jess. Just give me a sec, because I did have one question come through on Instagram. So this is from your sister from Canada, your Teen Galaxy Canada sister. She wants to know what is, and this is off Instagram, what is your favorite portion of the competition? Oh, wow. Favorite portion. Well, it's the whole thing. That's why I keep coming back. No, but the reason why I keep coming back is the experience. And... Because Galaxy is so focused on helping people in the community work, a lot of the girls who enter are so genuine and so beautiful and so caring. And I have met some of the most inspirational people of my life mm. through Galaxy. And I think it's really important to surround yourself with people who are like-minded, uh, inspirational. You know, that's what drives me, being surrounded by people with high energy and, and good hearts. So... That's definitely the best part about Galaxy, mm. meeting new people and making friendships with just, it's such a, I guess, a rare occasion to be surrounded by so many like-minded women mm. who are working hard to make a difference. And as you know, because you know me personally, the community work and helping people is my passion and that's what drives me in life. So meeting more people who are just as passionate as I am is really special and, and really motivating as well. 
Can I ask you how you feel about America? Obviously, I mean, it's the next stepping stone, obviously, but just because you've had four goes at Galaxy Australia and you finally won it, mm. does America seem more like just icing on the cake or are you going into it with the same sort of mindset? Or, I, don't, I don't know if that's the right way of putting it, but wanting <laughs> to win America because to me it just seems like yeah. icing on the cake. Oh, absolutely. Definitely icing on the cake. I I am so proud of myself and uh, I, I'm just so grateful to be in this position. To be Miss Galaxy Australia and be representing my country on the international stage is my, my childhood dream. It's incredible and look, winning the international title would be absolutely incredible and, you know, again, a big dream of mine. But I am just enjoying every single day of this experience, everything, all the opportunities that it brings, people that I'm meeting, and just trying to enjoy the process because I know, you know, my, well, I'm already a few months into my reign, but I know wow. that the whole year is going to go by so quickly and I, I really just want to enjoy the experience and grow from it. And how is it, um, oh, I'll just go Emily Egan, who was one of your um, <laughs> she's written, hi, Alicia. My question is about your incredible determination with an exclamation mark. How did you motivate yourself after all the years of pageantry? Oh, my love, Queenie. That's a good question, Emily. I can answer it because she's crazy. But Alicia, do you want to weigh in on this? <laughs> uh, hi, Em. Thanks for the question. I Look, it's not something that's been easy. It has been... It's been a really difficult journey for me and, look, we all, we're all we all human beings. We all have things happening in our lives and life isn't always smooth sailing. So, you know, you have all these different things happening. You enter a pageant with high hopes and, look, oh, I, I counted the other day how many pageants I've actually done. I mean, I've done Galaxy four times. I, I've done a lot of other pageants as well and it's really hard not to take it personally. Mm. Uh, and Adrian, you've obviously seen me time after time going for you know the galaxy title, especially, mm. and getting closer and closer, but not quite getting there. And it can be really disheartening and really difficult because, like I said, a lot of people take it personally and think that they're not good enough. And I, I definitely, I've been through that. Uh, you know, last year coming. Close as well. That was so difficult, and I honestly, at that time, I didn't know if I'd go back for the title yeah. or not. And it's really hard to overcome overcome that feeling. But I guess you just got to remember why you're doing it, why you're in the pageant, what you want to get from it, and let that drive you. Let your passion drive you, because. For me, it was a platform to help people. Well, it is a platform to help people, and I know that with the title I'm going to be able to reach more people. Yeah. But it's also been a, a journey of self-discovery and self-development, and I have become such a more confident person, and it's just been a life-changing experience, and I've just, I guess, focused on all the positives rather than the negatives. And to be honest, any of the, the experiences that I've found maybe negative at the time, they have just been learning experiences for me and have made me a stronger person. And 
helped me to get to where I am today. So it's all been a journey, but you've just got to remember why you're doing it and remember your, your, yeah, your reason why and your passions. What, what would you say? I mean, I absolutely agree. The reason and the passion comes first. What would you say your main reasons for wanting this title so badly are or were or continue to be? My look, putting it into one reason is not going to. You can give more than one answer. (laughs) How much time do you have? (laughs) As much time Uh, until the next galaxy interview. (laughs) (laughs) No, so I, I just, I love helping people, and it's what I do in my day job. It's what I've always wanted to do. I've worked with a lot of different organisations and charities, and. It's what motivates me in life. I just love giving to people. And there's something really unique with Galaxy with using it as a platform to, to help people. You know, even even just sharing joy with my crown with little girls is incredible. Like that just makes my whole day. Mm. I've had so many girls that just look at look at this shiny or you can see the light reflecting on it. Yeah. This beautiful shining crown and, you know, you take it off your head and put it on them and their face just glows and it's the best feeling. Like it's so amazing to be able to share something that's so special to me with other people. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, I guess my main reason why is being able to help more people and reaching more people um, and, you know, over the years I've been able to do a lot of incredible things with and without the title. So it's it's a really powerful platform. I take you back to 2016 because that was the first time that we interviewed, like almost four years ago. Yeah. That's scary. I, I remember you telling me that you were so shy that remember you used to hide behind your mum's legs. Is And I've asked you this question before. Do that <laughs> it might be a bit hard because she's. And I'm taller than her. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, mom. Oh, speaking of mom, your dad has also said Alicia, dad is so proud of you too. So let me put oh, put that dad. in there for you guys watching. I can hear you breathing. Feel free to ask questions. Um, but I mean, if we go all the way back to there to now, when you finally have that crown and the title that means so much, can you even imagine what your life would have been like? without pageantry no (laughs) i honestly can't i i don't know i have no idea what i'd be doing i uh, look i've always been passionate about helping Mm. people like i said so i know that no matter what i would be doing it would definitely be focused on helping people but Oh my goodness, my life would be so different. I don't know. I don't know. I'd be a completely different person. I'd probably still be hiding behind (laughs) (laughs) Because honestly, pageants have just brought me out of my shell so much. I I couldn't even hold a conversation with anyone. Like as a child, I used to get so anxious and so scared and I was always always just worried about talking to people and sharing my opinions and public speaking was a huge Mm. fear of mine, like massive, like my first pageant I did, I celebrated when I didn't make the top 10 because it meant that I didn't have to answer a question (laughs) on stage. (laughs) 
She was just happy that I got to national okay. final. And I was relieved that I didn't have to speak. I had to say my name and introduce myself, and I freaked out. I was so scared. Uh, so I've come a long way. <laughs> um, I, I re-release, as you saw, um, the interview that we did for the Theatre Freedom Project, and I, I watched the whole thing because it was on, and I've got to say I haven't I don't think I watched it in its entirety probably since we launched in Sydney, which was late 2017. Yeah. So watching yeah. it all again and then remembering what it was like to go through that day, I know you'll remember it. I'm sure it'll be emblazoned in your... It wasn't the easiest interview, certainly. Um, but can you just speak to dealing with the mental health aspect as well, going through depression mm -hmm. and anxiety? whilst being a pageant girl. The reason I wanted to release it because people often look at pageant girls. I see now that you've got the crown on your head, they'll just assume that everything is picture perfect. Everything is always easy. Yeah. I don't. I know not everyone thinks that, but stereotypically that's, they look at you and go, oh, everything's so easy. So can you just speak to the, mm -hmm. um, the mental health aspect and how that's affected your journey as well? Because that's super important. Yeah, well... Like I said, I was always really shy and a bit anxious as a child and I guess it was, you know, as I got older, the anxiety was always there. I probably didn't really understand what it was and, you know, why I couldn't talk to people, why I was worried about going to parties, why I was scared about embarrassing myself and... I guess I learned a lot about myself a few years ago uh, when I had lots of things happening in my life and I got to a, a point in my life where I was feeling really depressed, really anxious, really on edge. Uh, lots of things would just set me off into a big meltdown. I isolated myself. I didn't want to talk to my family. I didn't want to see my friends and that was simply because I didn't want to talk mm. about it and I don't think I really understood in that moment what was actually happening to me. All I knew is that I wasn't feeling good about myself and I just wanted to crawl up into a ball and, and hide. Uh, I, I, I did a pageant that year and I can't remember if it's something that I, I actually spoke about in the interview or not. But I did a pageant, not Galaxy, mm. a different pageant that year. And, uh, I, yeah, I was feeling really, really self-conscious, really anxious, really on edge. And during that year, you know, it was probably a year that I was feeling really, really down and low. And I remember just trying to find anything that would make me mm. happy because I felt like, I was really numb and everything that used to make me happy didn't make me happy anymore. And I knew that pageants, I started pageants in 2013. So this was a few years after that and I knew that pageants was something that lit me up and just, you know, sparked a fire yeah. in my belly. And I did this pageant and I just felt so self-conscious and so anxious and so on edge and I wanted to leave the experience because I just wow. felt so down about myself. And But I pushed myself to do it and I pushed myself to stay. And, look, it, it was a good thing in hindsight, but it was 
a really difficult thing. Uh, with the mental health side of things, it, look, it's something I still work on sometimes. I do get anxious sometimes and I'm probably always going to live with that, but I've worked out ways to deal with that and how to manage it and to notice the mm. symptoms at the earliest possible stage that I can take time out and look after myself and do something for me that will help me feel better. So that was something that it, it was a really difficult time in my life because I had so many things happening. I was feeling self-conscious. I forced myself into this pageant, which probably isn't the best thing when you're feeling self-conscious and not very good about yourself. Uh, look, like I said, in hindsight, it was a great experience, but it's uh, it's definitely put things into perspective, though, and now that I've overcome the worst part of, of that period of, of my life, I've used that as motivation to drive me to do what I want to do and also to share my story, not for sympathy because that's not at all what I want. I honestly, you, you know, and anyone that's probably watched the interview from the Fear to Freedom Project will understand that. I genuinely want to help people and uh, I remember the Sydney launch that we did uh, when the book first was published and I shared my story again in person, which was even more scary than on camera. I uh, I was petrified on camera, <laughs> just knowing it was going to go viral, knowing that it was going to be published in a book. I I don't know if I ever told you, but I was actually – wanting to pull out oh well it's too late uh, now. I know, years down the track and oh, everyone's read my story but no on the day I because I was the last interview right and we had five interviews before mm. myself so we were both mentally exhausted but not just mentally emotionally just up. like I mean you're talking about yeah. stories where one of the women had her partner shot her at, shot at her head I'm like oh my god I know, I know. It was it was incredible to hear all those mm. stories. But I guess, you know, why I pushed through and ended up telling my story was because I knew, I don't know, there was something inside of me that knew it was the right thing to do. And I've told you this before, it was a, a sense of relief for me. I got a lot of things off mm. my chest and it was part of my healing process. And... I've had so many people, people that I met at the Sydney and Perth launches, people who have read the book and have messaged me, lots of different people that I've reached out, people that I know and people that mm. I don't know who have said, wow, I had no idea that you have experienced this and I would have never yeah. known. And, you know, like you said before, it's that pageant girl stereotype. Everyone sees the glitz and the glamour and the big earrings and the crown and a lot of people don't realise that we're human too <laughs> and we have things going on and we're human beings. We have lives, we have family, we have friends, we have things happening and challenges that we have mm. to face and just because we're doing fun things and wearing pretty dresses doesn't mean that it's all fun and games. So I think a lot of people who have heard my story have gone, mm. wow, you know, you're, you're a pageant girl, you're in the – light and in the media all the time and yet you've suffered with depression anxiety yeah. like how does that work you know you have to do public speaking mm. interviews 
photo shoots, how can someone who is able to do all those things and appear to be confident have anxiety? Like people don't quite understand. So a lot of people have been able to relate to my story, which, look, the first person who told me that it impacted them and and made a difference to them and, and they related to it, it was all worth my while because I know that if my story helps one person, then I've done all I need to do. I think it's a fair bet to say it's helped more than one person. Um, I'm just going to the comments, which is why I'm looking to the side, Alicia. Rachel Everin has said queen with a heart. Um, she's also asked, you've competed in Galaxy for so many years. What made you keep coming back with another heart? And whoever's just gone crazy on the emojis, can you not accidentally hit the angry ones and the sad ones? Because whoever just did that then has really clumsy thumbs. <laughs> they spam the heart, but I'm seeing like angry faces and sad faces in there as well. I'm like, hit the right one, please. Oh, uh, well, maybe I was just talking about sad things, though, so maybe that's why. Um, sorry, what was the question? No, we on the angry emotions. Coming back to galaxy. Yeah. Yeah, that- what made you keep come keep uh, coming back? Uh, the experience, honestly, the experience. I have grown so much as a person, and look, I didn't think I'd come back four times, uh, but here I am. <laughs> and the fourth time is a bit of a last minute decision, mm-hmm. but I, I've just I've met so many incredible people. So many inspirational people. I've been able to help a lot of different people from different backgrounds and it's been life-changing for me. Like I wouldn't be the same person I am today without Mm. Galaxy. Galaxy, out of everything I've done in my life, Galaxy has such a close, it's such a a special place in my heart. that's that's why I've done it four times. Mm. It it's such a special experience and it's a unique experience. I just I, I can't talk highly enough of it. It makes me emotional because it just it makes me so happy and there's nothing else that has made me grow so much into a, a confident mm. person. And that's a huge thing for me. And it's just something that's that's lit me up and has sparked that fire and, and it's always, always an enjoyable experience and there's always something to gain from it because, look, at the end of the day, if you don't win, you've met incredible people who are just as caring as you are. Uh, you know, you've, you've helped charities. You've raised money for, for Make-A-Wish Foundation. Well, that's what the Australian Galaxy System supports. And... There's really nothing to lose. It's it's a magical experience, and that's why Lucinda can get rid of me. <laughs> well, she can get rid of you now. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't compete for this title again. Oh well, yeah, but not yet. I still got well, yeah, the rest yeah, of yes. my we're not, reign. We're not going <laughs> to kick you out. I don't think you'll be letting go of that crown. You know what? Uh, Michelle, if she's watching, this mm. is Galaxy, put in her application for 2020, but I'm not sure if she's going to get in. Michelle, Mrs. Galaxy. What, she, she, can she compete again? Does she? Her application for 2020 because <laughs> she doesn't want to give up her title. <laughs> is she allowed to do that? 
Probably not, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of a queen that's managed to have, you know, re-win the title. Anyway, um, I'm going to, I want to ask you about America, but, but just before we do, just good to go back to the mental health for, for a second. Um, if there are others, and I imagine there would be some of your maybe galaxy queens or queens competing in any system who are dealing with, um, let's say depression or anxiety or just going through a really tough time. And maybe they're questioning whether pageantry is the right thing to do at that moment. Um, what sort of advice could you give someone like that? I think pageantry is something that is so rewarding. Mm. But if you're not in the right headspace, it can be very, very difficult. And the reason I know that is because I've been through it twice. I've done two different systems uh, where I wasn't feeling good about myself and was struggling with severe anxiety. Mm. And, look, I don't regret doing the pageants when I did them. Uh, but at the time, I know there was one, one year uh, and I was so focused on everyone else and what they were doing because I was so insecure in myself and I was so self-conscious and worried about what people thought of me and because I had been in the pageant world for a few years, I put a lot of pressure on myself because I'm like, well, I've been in it for a few years, you know, maybe it, it's it's my time and I thought that people thought, you know, that, that I need to do better and be better and it's really hard. If you're not in a healthy mindset, it's it's probably not the best thing to mm. do, but in saying that, it, it's something if you do a pageant, I think it's really important that you don't place your self-worth and value on it because a lot of girls do that and look, I've done that and I, I felt horrible mm. after and I still did really well. But I left the experience and I was like, why Why was I not focused on myself and my journey? Why was I comparing the other girls and looking how big their hair was and how beautiful their makeup was and their appearances? I was doing incredible appearances and charity work and yet I was looking at the next girl going, wow, mm. she is doing all things. I should be doing that or I need to do better and bigger and and." It really, it ruined my experience, but not in a way that I look back at it and I feel angry or upset mm. about it. I look back at that as an experience and a lesson because I learned so much from that. And it, it's just really important to focus, like I said before, on your reasons why you're entering. If it's to, you know, if it's to gain confidence, great, mm. but don't. Don't focus on that as the be all and end all. Don't don't place yourself worth in it because at the end of the day, it's a pageant. There can be one winner and one winner only, and all of the girls put in so much hard work. And there's no no one you know who deserves it more because everyone's put in the mm. hard work. You know what I mean? And there's lots of different factors that come into it, and it doesn't define you as a person or mm. you know if you don't. And it doesn't mean you're not good enough or you're not pretty enough or, you know, you didn't do enough charity appearances. 
it's there's so many different factors in it it's really difficult and what you said is absolutely true i knew one girl who competed mm. in a pageant and i don't think consciously she attached her self-worth to it but it happened very strongly subconsciously and when she didn't win mm. she was completely shattered um not not in a world space okay. it's so hard to do that it's so hard not to mm. do that though because you put your heart and soul into, you know, the galaxy system. The registrations are very yeah. open. So there's all these girls who are preparing for the 2020, wow, 2020, that's crazy, 2020 national final. <laughs> I can't believe it's 2020 next year. And I just said 2020 like 20 times. You can stop. Um, <laughs> stop saying 20. Uh, okay. Uh, no, but... You know, there's girls who have already put in the applications. Yeah. They've been accepted into the system mm. for next year. And the work starts yep. now. Like, you know, we're in August and there's still four months left of this year and then, you know, a few months into next year into the national mm. final. So that's a good solid six months at the at the minimum that you work hard towards this. And, you know, I put my heart and soul into mm. these things and it's so exhausting. And, yeah, it's really hard not to take it personally, but you've just got to know, yeah. you know, there might be 30 girls there and everyone is beautiful and unique in their own ways. Everyone has something to offer and that's why they're mm. there. So you can't, it, again, it's hard, but you can't define your self-worth on whether you win the crown or not because, look, I've come back four times. I've gained something from each and every, every experience. And I've had disappointing times. I've been deflated after a pageant. So it is disappointing. And you've just got to be prepared for that and know that no matter what happens, life will go on. There will be other pageants. And it just wasn't your time. You really, you know, this has honestly made me realise that. Mm. Well, it's made me realise why the other years haven't been my time. It just it wasn't right, and there's so many things in my life that I have now that I wouldn't have if you know if I won the galaxy title last year, my life would be so different, mm. completely different. And you just got to trust the trust the process and the journey. I think it it probably is part of a journey as well. I guess you can't you can't really mm. rush the self awareness part. I mean, as you mentioned at the outset, you've been doing this since 2013. So, you know, if you look at that as a journey, then I, I don't think mm -hmm. there's any shortcut to gaining that experience. I mean, you can get coaching and things yeah. like that, but that sort of level of self-awareness of knowing I'm not going to attach my self-worth to that, I think that just comes as mm. you compete more and you sort of have a... And that's part of the reason why I, I had success mm. this year because this was probably... Look, last year I, I felt like I was in a really good headspace as well and that's probably why I got into the top two uh well part of it uh but this year because I knew that last year when I focused on just myself and my journey and not comparing myself to anyone else that's when I got the most out of it so this year that's all I was focused on and I think that's the best piece of advice I can give to anyone who wants to compete in a pageant and have a really good, healthy experience. Just focus on you, what you want to get out of it, and why you're there. You know, don't don't focus on anyone else. 
because you're there for you, not not anyone else. Okay. Tell us about America. How are you feeling about America? (laughs) It's so soon. I've got a little countdown on my desk at work. And it's five days oh, to Team Australia League. <laughs> yes. So lots to do this week, but I'm I'm fairly prepared. I've got everything mm-hmm. ready. Just a couple last-minute uh, preparations to do. Uh, but it's going to be so exciting. So we leave mm-hmm. on Saturday. Well, the girls from Perth leave on Saturday. Uh, and then uh, we'll meet our Miss Team Galaxy Australia in Sydney on Sunday. And then we'll do the big long journey all the way to the US. So it's a really long flight. Uh, stop over in LA, then straight to Orlando. And I can't wait for the warm weather. That's going to oh, be yeah. so nice. <laughs> uh, although we had nice weather in Perth, but I'm just looking forward yeah. to summer. Uh, and uh, Team Australia will have a couple of days just to hang out and um, do a bit of sightseeing and Disneyland and all that fun stuff uh, and then all the, the pageant stuff will begin. So I am honestly so excited just to meet people from all around mm. the world. Like I think it's going to be an incredible culture exper- experience because it's so different to like a national Australian yeah. final. Because everyone's Australian, you yeah. know what I mean? And we're all from different parts of Australia but, we're talking about people from all around the world, from the US, from Canada, uh, from the UK. It's, it's, I think that's what I'm most excited for, just meeting everyone and learning about their cultures yeah. and, yeah, learning about their stories and, and why they're there. And I think it's going to be a really unique bond that we have with each other because, again, we're all here for the same reasons yeah. and, Everyone is, is passionate about helping people and making a difference. So, yeah, it's really exciting. I, um, I'm interviewing a lot of Galaxy Girls this week. I think I'm up to seven so far, uh, including, including your miss, uh, your miss teen. Um, your oh. missus might be. I'm waiting to hear back from her. I've not heard from your miss yet. Um, but obviously I interviewed yeah. the director overseas, Maria, and she's, I think you'll love yeah. her. She's Latina. She's very straight shooting, very down to yeah. earth. And for her, the whole thing is about yeah. family, family. In fact, she said, if you, if you don't want to be part of the family, in, in her words, don't, don't try too hard. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. I love that. And she, at one point, she just goes, it's just a pageant, people. And I was like, oh, thank God I heard that from a director because someone has common sense. It's fantastic. I was yeah. actually messaged someone from India as well, and Maria said that her goal for the next probably five to ten years is to make Galaxy the size of Universe. So if she can do that, it's going to truly be a global experience. But, I mean, it really looks like you're – it doesn't look like you're stressed at all. I mean, this genuinely looks like – and I can see why, because it's been so long for you to get to this point that this is almost just like a chance yeah. to celebrate all the hard work and the stress that came before, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, look, there's been stressful times. I'm human. There's lots happening. I'm juggling full-time work, my community work, trying to get everything I need to get mm. ready, outfits, paperwork, everything in between. So it's been full-on. But And I, I'm really, I've been 
reiterating to myself today because I've had a, a pretty full-on couple of weeks, um, you know, mm. personally and, and trying to get all my Galaxy stuff sorted. And, oh, like, I am I'm exhausted already, but <laughs> I am so excited. And I think the adrenaline is just going to drive me. Uh, but I... I've, I was telling myself mm. today, I've really got to focus on enjoying the experience. You know, it's, it's so easy to stress because there's so much to do. There's lots to organize. Yeah. And, yeah, it, it's it's overwhelming. I'm living my dream. I'm overwhelmed. Like it's crazy. Oh, my God, I'm living my dream. It's so stressful. <laughs> no, not stressful. Just over. Like, I, it's surreal. Like, it's incredible. But... I, I'm really focused on enjoying every moment and every opportunity that mm. comes because it, 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 I've been working too hard mm. and for too long to be stressed also. about this. And <laughs> yeah, so just taking every moment as it comes and enjoying the ride. Okay, how many suitcases are you taking over? Uh, well, I've said two mm -hmm. big ones. But that's going to be interesting. <laughs> As in impossible. Uh, my goal is to get it into mm -hmm. two and then a carry-on suitcase. But <laughs> I, I'm looking down because I've got my, one of my suitcases there because I've started packing. Uh, and that one's currently overflowing with stuff. It's going so, well. And that's not even half my stuff. So it's going to be very interesting. <laughs> two, I'm going to say two, but watch this space. Count, count how many uh, luggage, I, how many bags I have in my photo. I will I be amazed <laughs> if you manage to leave with two. Although having, I mean, I've seen some people leave with six. I don't think I've ever seen anyone leave with two. Not for international, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be savvy. I'm trying to be responsible, but we'll see what happens. I don't think it has anything to do with being responsible. I think it's just how good a packer are you? Yeah, well, it's going to test me, that's for sure. <laughs> um, so you're going to, going to America, you'll have a great time. What do you have lined up for after you come back and for the rest of your um, Australian rain. Anyway, what are the things that you want to accomplish? Oh, there is so much that I want to do. Like I said, I just want to make the most of this mm. experience and enjoy every moment. So I had the incredible opportunity to travel to Papua New Guinea a couple of months ago and I went and visited uh, a, a few different people, but the main thing that I did was uh, attend a church service at the um, uh, AGO mm -hmm. church, and it was uh, – sorry, a AOG, Assembly mm -hmm. of God Church. Sorry, I said that the wrong way around. Uh, and I attended their church service, and it was so – it was so incredible and so beautiful, and they were so welcoming. And so this was in Leh in Papua New Guinea. And following the church service, I invited all the women to come together to um, to where I was staying and I wanted to share my story with them and, and talk to them about what, what Miss Galaxy Australia is all about and my journey 
And the main thing that I focused on was the fact, you know, like we were talking before about Mm. the mental health side of things. A lot of people just see all the glitz and glamour. They see the sparkly crown. They see the beautiful makeup, beautiful dresses, and they don't realise that there's actually a human behind all of that. <laughs> and tell them the story. Mm. And because we've all got a story, right? We've all had challenging mm. times. And you can't necessarily compare your story to someone else's story because it's going to be very, very different. And I really want to go over there and give them something that would change their lives and look there's so many incredible people that do incredible work overseas and and donate things and you know take sanitary products or take toys for kids or sporting equipment but I really wanted to do more than that and I wanted to leave a lasting impression with the people that I met so I shared my story and the time that it's taken me to get to this position and the determination I've I've had to keep pushing and, you know, the determination that I've had, the struggles that I've had and basically how I've gotten to where I am. And the main thing that I focused on was the fact that, you know, I've had my struggles and in Papua New Guinea they have completely different struggles and they go through different challenges on a day-to-day basis. and. I was worried about going over there and and sharing my story and maybe it's not something that they can relate to because I guess mental health isn't really something that's talked about in Papua Mm. New Guinea. It's a third world country. Um, You know, I guess they have bigger issues issues regarding survival. Of course. (laughs) And and having access to clean water and and good food and uh, safety as well. So I was thinking about how am I going to relate to these people and how am I going to give them something and help them. So the way I approached it was the fact that we're all human beings and we all have challenges in our life. And while the challenges that I face in Australia are going to be very, very different to the challenges they face in Papua New Guinea, we all, we're all humans and that's life. You know, we all have challenges, but it's all about how we overcome those challenges, how we work through them and how we regulate our emotions and become stronger for that. You know, use those negative experiences as a lesson to move forward and, and to be better and to, to do more things in our life, you know, not, not let them set us back. So that was the most incredible experience so far of my galaxy right. journey, talking to those women. And I really hope to go back to Papua New Guinea so this is a very roundabout way to say what's next for me. But <laughs> that was such, they were so grateful for me sharing my story, being open and being vulnerable. Mm. And I touched on some of the things that I talked about in the Feed of Freedom Project interview. And when they met me, everyone thought I was like a celebrity. Like it, it, it was so funny. Everyone that I met wanted to shake my yeah. hand and they thought, such an honor and it was it was beautiful it was so lovely but you know a lot of the comments I got was we see girls like you on tv all Mm. the time and we've always wanted to meet someone like you you're amazing and then they hear my story and they're like oh wow like you're actually human like you you know just you know a pageant girl with a pretty crown on your head you've actually had 
you know, some challenges in your life and you're human. And, you know, I really reiterated the fact that we're all equal and it doesn't Mm. matter where you come from, who you are, where you've been raised. We're all human beings. We all have emotions. And they really appreciated that. So it was something that really inspired me and moved me. So I really hope to go back again. And, you know, I I guess I'm thinking about the bigger picture because I've done a lot of community work within my hometown, a lot of community work. Yeah, I know. I've seen some of your appearance things. It's scary. It's enough to choke us. (laughs) Continue. Count whatever, like count everything. Go through all my appearance folders over the years because I know I've done a lot since I've won Mm. the title. Uh, And yeah, over the years, it's crazy. uh, It's kept me very busy. (laughs) But I really hope to go back to Papua New Guinea and. Like I say, I'm thinking about the bigger picture, not only helping people in my own mm. community but reaching out to other countries who may not have the same opportunities that I do, that, that I have here in yeah. Australia. And it's, uh, yeah, it, it, I really want to go back and reach out to those women again. Uh, I've been invited to do a lot of different charity work over there, work with women's empowerment groups, uh, do some work with a hospital that uh, treats cancer wow. patients. Uh, I've been invited to talk at some schools over there as well. Uh, I've just met so many incredible people who want to help me share my story and and help other people. So that's one of the big projects that I'll be going mm-hmm. back for. Uh, and... I also have something else lined up, which I won't talk too much about yet, but maybe another overseas uh, Mm -hmm. journey. And I just, I really, I'm focused on three main areas, women's empowerment, mental health, and helping young people. They're all areas that I am so passionate about. Uh, mental health has obviously been my background in my day job for the last few years and I love helping women. I love meeting like-minded women, sharing my story and, and relating to them and I find that a lot of young people look up to me. So I am really conscious about being a healthy and positive role model for those young people and hopefully helping them, especially with sharing my story and and you know with with my social media for example i'm really conscious about what i post and how i yeah. post it and i i've actually had a few people like people who are close to me that know me that have made comments about the fact that my social is actually very genuine of who i am mm-hmm. i i'm very conscious about being genuine and not sharing things that are fake not you know, look, I've, I've got modelling. I do modelling shoots and photos get edited and things like that and, you know, I might put filters on my photos, it's yep. Instagram. But I, everything that I share, I try to share it from my heart and mm. really reflect who I am because, you know, and, and I don't mind posting photos of myself without makeup or, you know, daddy photos or whatever it is because that's, that's me, that's my life. And... Mm. I don't want to pretend to be something or someone that I'm not, and especially in this position as well. Yeah. 
you know, you've got to set a good role, you've got to set a good example and be a good role model for the young people because they often look at social media and look up to people who aren't necessarily. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you mean. Yeah. Or are trying themselves in a different light on social media. Mm. Mm. So, though, I mean, you mentioned those are the three areas that you're passionate about. So women's empowerment, mental health, and working with young people. Mm. When, when your reign, at least this reign anyway, is done, what mm. would you like your legacy to be? If someone thinks of or people are talking about Alicia Van Schoonhoven, what would you like them to be saying? Oh, this question <laughs> gets me every time. I I really want to be remembered for the community work that I've been involved in mm-hmm. and all of the work that I've done in those three areas because I have done a lot of work over the years helping young people, helping um, spread the message about mental health awareness and helping women as well. And I, I do it because I'm passionate about it and I really want people to know that and to remember me by, you know, remember me as the, the woman who loves helping people and mm. that has made a big difference to other people's lives. So I know that's a pretty big legacy, no pressure, but... <laughs> I think that's, that's a good, that's a good legacy. It. Sounds about right. Um, I haven't looked at the comments for a bit, so Robbie has said two, and then he's written go. ha, 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 ha. <laughs> so obviously oh. he's of the same mind as me that, you may have difficulty packing into two bags. And um, yeah. Charlotte McKinney well, has said, uh, hang on, you can you can retort to his response later. Charlotte McKinney yeah. has said, I'm here to say hiya and good luck in America, girl. You will smash it. And then Anthe Giannopoulou has said, best of luck in the States. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, did you want to reply to the two? in capitals with an exclamation mark and a question mark and then ha there's probably about 12 or 14 ha ha ha's there well he can he can bring a spare bag for me so that's fine (laughs) thanks robbie (laughs) all right guys if you have any more questions for alicia before i let her go let me know i decided before i did this interview that i wasn't going to ask the same bloody i I was wondering that. I'm like, do I go back and listen to them and answer the same? Do I answer different? What but, do I do? Okay, so What's just because you probably haven't interviewed someone as many times. No, there's no problem. Okay, because for those of you, back. <laughs> those of you who, yeah, Lucinda wasn't the only one who couldn't get rid of you. Um, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, I first interviewed Alicia back in 2016. And then 2017 for Galaxy, and then we did Fear to Freedom, that's three, and then 2018 Galaxy, that's four. We did one after Fear to Freedom, that's five, 2019 Galaxy now. So it's six or seven, and so there's only so many times I can ask Alicia the same ten questions at the end. I mean, I assume that you would remember most of your answers anyway, right? I mean, like, what's your favorite word? It's bubble. That's what. (laughs) What was your least favorite word? I don't remember that. I remember bubbles. Oh, God, yes, you don't like snakes. 
See, it's all, and that's exactly the same reaction that you gave me when you first answered Slither. Um, slippery, slithering snakes. Um, yeah, no, I'm not going to ask you the same 10 questions because I'll need to come up with new 10 questions for you. I was going to say, don't you have other questions prepared for me? We've done this enough times now. Surely you've got backup questions. Not, not for someone I've interviewed as many times. I mean, those questions I've told those questions aren't even mine. Those questions were sort of um, some famous interview show, and that they were always his his last ten questions. I believe it was a Frenchman originally, and mm. it was supposed to be very probing questions and give you a deep insight into who the person was. But now that you've answered it so many times, I don't think it's giving any insight, in, except for mm-hmm. how good your memory is. <laughs> okay, so before I let you go, is there yeah. anyone, because I'm sure there are a lot of people, as we said, it's been since 2013, so six years, mm. the people that you want to give a shout-out to for having gotten you to this point where I no longer have to say Miss Galaxy National Finalist and I can actually just say Miss <laughs> Galaxy Australia because... Yay! <laughs> oh, my God, finally. But I'm sh- just so surreal that... I look in the mirror and I look at photos of myself with this crown on and I'm just like, this is this is incredible. Well, it's a big uh, difference between Miss Galaxy Australia national finalist and then just take away national finalist, isn't it? Just Miss Galaxy Australia. Yeah, yeah just a little bit. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I am so grateful and I have had so much support over the years. It's... It's incredible. It's so heartwarming because I just, every time I do a pageant, I just feel so much love and there's just all these people that just gather around and support me in so many different ways. Mm. Uh, My parents have been incredible. Uh, You know, my mum and dad and my stepdad have all been really supportive and so caring and, you know, they're my little cheer squad. Uh, you know, my brothers are always very supportive. My partner, Robbie, who's been with me through the last three pageants and uh, about to go with me to the fourth pageant, and he's been incredible. He's been a, an absolute rock for me. Uh, my friends, my family, just there's so many people, uh, so many people. I, I, I'm almost scared to go off and name people because... You're going to forget someone? to set me up because... Oh, we're going to be here all night for me to try to remember everyone <laughs> and I'm still going to forget someone. But, and Adrian, you as well, you've been a huge part of my journey and not just my pageant journey but my self-development journey and my healing journey and you were really special to me. And, you know, I, I definitely wouldn't be here without you, so so thank you so much because... But, yeah, you've been one of my, my biggest fans, my biggest supporters, and you've been there since the day I met you. You've been there. You've helped me. You've encouraged me. You may have thought I was crazy, and you probably still become crazy. And you've seen the real me. You've seen the raw me, and you still stayed by my side <laughs> and, and helped don't, me and yeah, me. Don't make me think too deeply and about this. You came back together. This year, even though you cried last year. Oh, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> you cried for me as well. I, I honestly think you were more sad than I was last year. You, okay, but you, 
I don't think you realize what it's like because your experience has always been you're on the stage. And I know that you can't control everything or a lot of things that happen in pageantry. But just sitting in the crowd, I tell you, I feel for your mum. I I feel for all the pageant parents out there. Just. Why? She's got all these holidays out of her. Many times mum's gone to the Gold Coast for a holiday because of this pageant obsession. I don't think well, she's there's mad. My favourite part, of, my favorite <laughs> part of, about Galaxy, which now that you've won, I probably won't have anymore. My favourite part about ga- going to Galaxy was always going to catch up with your mum. That, 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 that was... <laughs> now that you won, she probably doesn't have to. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's certainly been a crazy journey. Um, and... Okay, so have you forgotten anyone? Oh, and, and a really important thank you is to Lucinda, the Australia Galaxy Pageants Director, for creating such an incredible system that has helped me grow into the woman that I am today. I am so grateful. I've, I've told her time and time again that, you know, Galaxy has come back to because it's, It's been life-changing. I've learnt lessons. I've laughed. I've cried. I've met inspirational people. And I think a pageant and how it's run and the types of people that it attracts really reflects upon the director and who they are as a person and what they're all about. And Lucinda is incredible. She is such a genuine and fair person and loyal and I'm just so grateful for this opportunity, not not just to be Miss Galaxy Australia, but all of the experiences that I've had throughout Galaxy. Hmm. Uh, I think me coming back four times really says a lot about her and, and the system that she's managed to create in Australia. So, Lucinda, thank you so much. I, I'm really, really grateful. I'm glad you didn't forget that one. Yes, important one. <laughs> Lucky last. <laughs> That would have been awkward. Um, all right. So before I let you go, um, mm-hmm. do you, are you taking any Vegemite over? We might as well have this. Yeah, of course. Take it for everyone. All the Galaxy Girls, you're all getting Vegemite from me because it's my favorite thing in the whole world. Okay. So all... Well, well so we can just eat it out the jar. All the American and everyone basically who's not Australian and the Galaxy Girl that I'm going to interview, my heart goes out to you. I'm sorry. I would like to apologise on behalf of Australia. It's so yum. It might just take a little while to adjust the taste, but give it time. Put like a little bit on toast, just a little bit. Just don't put it on like Nutella. Well, I do because I love it so much. Whoa, whoa, what? You put it on Nutella. No, 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 no. No, put it on. Oh, you put it on like Nutella. Okay, I misheard that. Nutella is so good, right? And you just, like, want to put so much on your toast. Yeah. Well, I do because I love chocolate. But, yeah, (laughs) for for beginners, for Vegemite eating beginners, don't put it on like Nutella. Just put little little bits on your toast and and butter underneath as well. I wonder if anyone else has an inflicted Vegemite on Maria yet. I'm sure some Australian must have gone over. I wonder what she thinks. Interesting. It would be. It would make a very interesting video. 
Okay, well, um, I'm going to let you go. Don't hang up with me just yet, but sure. thank you for interview number six or seven or number 10. I honestly can't remember which one now. I'm going to thank everyone for watching and we will speak to you again soon. Thanks, guys. Hey, it's Adrian. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get details of our new episodes as they drop and connect with us on social at The Pageant Project. Speak to you next time.